This is UIN the podcast. Kelly was arrested last night in Chicago by federal agents. The Chicago native indicted on new charges of child pornography, enticement of a minor, and obstruction of justice. When I said I was the president's nightmare, well, you're watching it now. Because his nightmare is seeing a Somali immigrant refugee rise to Congress. People think it's just the chat. It's not just the chat. There is a there is a lot of stuff underneath. Corruption, the sense of trauma about Maria. This is UIN, Urban Internet News, news and information for and about people of color. I'm AK, along with Brooklyn Alexander. Let's get right into it. Senator Kamala Harris, who's been struggling with black voters, has landed a key endorsement of a major civil rights attorney. Attorney Benjamin Crump, who has represented the family of Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, and Mike Brown, has endorsed the California senator, who he says has demonstrated an unbridled commitment to a fair and just criminal justice system from her very first days as district attorney. He also said his endorsement wasn't an easy decision, but he was impressed by her performance at the debate. Another black American tourist has died suspiciously in the Dominican Republic, bringing the total number of mysterious deaths in the Caribbean country to well over 10. Tracy Jerome Jester Jr. of Forsyth, Georgia, died while vacationing with his sister at a resort. Jester talked to his mother, who said he drank a soda that didn't taste right. She's convinced that her son's death is connected to the other questionable deaths that have either involved the consumption of alcohol or use of hotel amenities. A bronze statue portraying former President Barack Obama has been erected in South Dakota's City of Presidents with a notable addition, his daughter, Sasha Obama. The statue, which was unveiled at the Elks Theater in Rapid City, depicts the former president waving one hand while holding hands with his younger daughter, who was also waving her other hand. The design was inspired by a photo of the former president with Sasha at his first inauguration. In an effort to address income inequality, and for the first time in a decade, House Democrats have approved legislation to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. That despite the bill has a slim to none chance of being passed, and Donald Trump is unlikely to sign it into law. However, the outcome is important because it puts $15 as the new benchmark for debate. One million people are on the streets calling for the governor of Puerto Rico to resign over improper conduct and corruption allegations. We get the story from ABC News. Mounting pressure for Puerto Rico's embattled governor, Ricardo Rosellón, to step down as tens of thousands continue to take their outrage to the streets. The anger stemming from a group chat leaked more than a week ago between the governor and his inner circle. Since then, protesters at times swelling into the hundreds of thousands taking their demands near the governor's front door. In some instances, 
clashing with police, tear gas deployed in response. This after his press secretary resigned earlier, upset because she says she was called corrupt in front of her young son. Others in the governor's inner circle leaving their posts because of those nearly 900 pages laced with sexist and homophobic language. People think it's just the chat. It's not just the chat. There is a, there is a lot of stuff underneath. Corruption, the sense of trauma about Maria. Protesters preparing to up the ante, the island bracing for the biggest demonstration yet. A federal lawsuit that's been filed says Georgia is discriminating against Puerto Rican driver's license applicants by testing them differently than other U.S. citizen applicants. They're forcing them to take tests, seizing their documents for fraud reviews, and quizzing them on details about the island. The so-called quiz applied to Puerto Rican drivers bears a disturbing resemblance to the test applied by segregationists to block voter registration of people of color. Barack and Michelle Obama are set to reveal an upcoming project with their partnership with Netflix. The former president and first lady are ready to release American Factory, the first project from their Higher Grounds Productions imprint on the streaming service next month. The project focuses on a post-industrial area where a Chinese billionaire opens a new factory in an abandoned General Motors plant hiring 2,000 blue-collar Americans. Early days of hope and optimism give way to setbacks as high-tech China clashes with working-class America. It shows how American and Chinese workers Workers view themselves within systems of authority. Instead of celebrating Thomas Jefferson's birthday as an official city holiday, Charlottesville, Virginia will hold a day of recognition and remembrance for the emancipation of enslaved black people. The city council voted in a four to one vote to scrap the city holiday celebrating Jefferson's birthday every year on April 13th. The new Freedom and Liberation Day will replace Jefferson's birthday as a city holiday. It'll be celebrated every year on March 3rd, the day slaves were officially emancipated in Charlottesville at the end of the Civil War in 1865. The decision to declare a new holiday passed in a separate unanimous vote. Okay, I'm going to need you to bear with me on this one. A man died without his relatives knowing after a mix-up led to another family turning off his life support. Relatives say Elijah Britman was misidentified as Alfonso Bennett after he was found naked and unresponsive with serious facial issues underneath a car in Chicago in April. He was taken to Mercy Hospital where he was listed as John Doe while his family continued their desperate search. Well, Mr. Bennett's family later received a phone call from the hospital which said he had been identified through mugshots and that he was in intensive care. When he showed no signs of improvement, the Bennett family agreed to have his ventilator removed and he died days later. The family was in the middle of arranging the funeral when the real Alfonso Bennett turned up at a barbecue. Yeah, of all places. 
Mr. Brittman's relatives, who still believe he was missing at the time, learned of his death after he was eventually identified through fingerprints at the morgue. Both families have now filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Chicago and Mercy Hospital, accusing them of negligence. So you mean to tell me one of these families went to the hospital, looked at this man, said this was their relative, then pulled the plug, then realized it wasn't their relative? Yeah, alright. You've been listening to UIN, Urban Internet News, the podcast. For more news and information for and about people of color, visit the Urban Internet News website at uinews.net. I'm AK, along with Brooklyn Alexander. And don't forget to subscribe to the UIN podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.